Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to Road Rage with Molly Davis. I'm your host, Molly Davis. Also, happy St. Patrick's Day. Um, I'm going to be so real. I love St. Patrick's Day. It's genuinely one of my favorite holidays. <laughs> so, comment what you did for St. Patrick's Day. Usually, my family has corned beef. But it's Friday, and we can't eat corned beef. But I worked today. It was very fun. Um, and then I went to the mall with my friend Macy. I've been going to the mall a lot recently, and it's draining. Um, I used to work in retail, and it was so awful. <laughs> I don't miss it at all. I also get war flashbacks every time I have to fold a piece of laundry. So, yeah. Um, This week's episode is going to be a little interesting because... I feel like last week was a lot, or two weeks ago, like the first episode was a lot of storytelling, and then, um, like last week, I obviously had Sophie and Rachel with me, which was awesome, um, and I'm so happy that they were able to join me, um, and now this week, I'm kind of all alone, again, (laughs) it's a very good testament for how I've been feeling this week, and I don't know, it's so interesting, it's gonna be interesting to see just, like, how each episode is different and you know what I end up discussing and stuff I don't know it'll be fun but recently I've been like going through a lot of changes as far as like switching locations with my job after being at the same place for almost a year and a half I'm I'm moving to um a shop closer to my house and so that's exciting but I don't know kind of leaving all of my friends and and that environment is really interesting um also Sophie and Rachel being back but not being able to see them again for another two months is going to be really difficult I don't know it just is such a testament for how this week has been going because I have been in the dumps like I have been so sad all week and it's really frustrating also I was talking to a lot of my friends And it seems like they're kind of having an off week, too. My sister's been having an off week. This week has just felt so wrong. And maybe it's because of, like, spring forward or day at savings, whatever. I can never tell. Are they the same thing? Please, please let me know because I have no idea. But it just has been a really bizarre week. And I've been a little bit sad, a little bit in the dumps. And so I want to talk about, like, different coping mechanisms that I use and like how to kind of get out of those depressive episodes as I'm still in a a depressive episode but then also just being able to recognize those sort of situations getting out of those and then I want to talk about something that happened on Sunday which completely changed the trajectory of my life Um, so week recap Sunday night, I went to this place called the Grizzly Rose. It's um, a saloon in Denver. It's like 10 miles north of downtown, about, roughly. Oh my gosh. It is a culture shock because I kind of, I live in a suburb of Denver and people there are just like, it's just what I grew up in and then I don't know, just going to this place that is so very country, and like, I don't know, it feels really weird, it's like, if homecoming was for cowboys, 
but it's so corny. Like, going there and line dancing is so corny. I can't. I didn't have, uh, I had a good time because I loved my friends and, and stuff, but just, <laughs> I remember getting home and being like, that, I, if I, I would never, ever ask my friends to go to the Grizzly Rose. It was just bizarre. But I rode the bowl, which was awesome. Okay, I lasted about 0.2 seconds. And honestly, I think that my friends need to give me the benefit of the doubt because when I got on the bowl, the bowl was tilted up. It's a mechanical bowl. The mechanical bowl was tilted up. And so how the heck am I supposed to get on a bowl that's tilting up on this, like, padded ground that has no, like, oomph? I have tiny little legs. I can't. I'm shaped like a corgi. Like, I have re- I have really, really short torso, short legs, and a big butt. I can't, like, I can't swing my legs around a mechanical bowl like that. It was also $10 to ride a bowl for 0.2 seconds, but for the mems. Also, I don't really like places where, like, I've never been a fan of homecomings and school dances because I'm going to be so for real with you all. I am so sweaty. Like, I'm just a sweaty person. It doesn't matter. Like, my forehead, sweaty. Everything. It's so, I'm, like, self-conscious because I'm sweating, and I have to dance, and I don't know what I'm doing. So, half the time, I just kind of spent dancing like a drunk mom, which has been my go-to recently. Like, I don't know, just a mom at a little bar and grill. Little too many margaritas. That's my go-to. My go-to moves. Just imagine that. But after I experienced the Grizzly Rose, I have been fully submerged in this country bumpkin era of my life. Like, Taylor Swift debut album, country bumpkin. Like, Morgan Wallen, country bumpkin. Um, Luke Combs, country bumpkin. I'm like... Long neck, ice cold beer never broke my heart. And that is for damn sure a fact, okay? Somebody get me some boots. I love it. And being submerged in this kind of country girl moment, um, my mom has taken the liberty of sending me country boy TikToks. (laughs) And they are so cringy. Because it's these, like, men who are trying to be super masculine and, like, very traditional, but they're making these TikToks advertising themselves. It is just so funny to me. I can't. And so I would send my mom, I, she sent me one of these videos, one of these, like, TikTok boy videos. Um, and I was like, I think I sent her the throw-up emoji. And she goes, really? Like, in all caps, question mark, exclamation mark. I said, yeah, a little embarrassing that he's advertising himself via TikTok, via Instagram Reel. So that is something that that has happened. But honestly, country music when it's sunny out puts me in a good mood, and it has been. It was it was fairly sunny this week, which thank God because if it was cold, I I don't think I would have gotten out of bed a single time. But after the Grizzly Rose. Uh, the next morning, I went swimming with Sophie and Rachel, and then we stayed and helped Rachel, like, we stayed at the, like, recreation center and helped Rachel put some, like, ribbons together. 
And then because it was so nice out, we decided to lay on our deck, on our like back deck, in the sun and read. And it was awesome. Loved it. And then we played tennis for about two and a half hours, an hour, an hour and a half. I don't know. We played tennis for a long time and it was so fun. I'm I'm waiting for the next sunny day so that I can play tennis because I just think that's awesome. It was it was a lot of fun. I got to get some tennis balls, but once I get tennis balls, I'm going to be an unso- unstoppable force of nature. And I know in my first episode and in the last episode, I guess I'm just going to keep this up every episode. I have to talk about Taylor Jenkins Reid because she has this book called Carrie Soto is Back. And it's about this pro tennis player. And the entire time Sophie, Rachel, and I were playing tennis, Rachel kept going, this is so Carrie Soto. We're like, Carrie Soto would have never done this. It was just so funny. I think I think taking recreation sports or, like, playing sports for fun competitively is so funny. Another thing that I've been doing that I think is really funny is when somebody sends me a Snapchat, <laughs> I save it to the chat save it to my camera roll, and then send it back to them. Like, you're joking. That is hilarious. That's so funny. Somebody needs to validate that because it's a a very funny experience. And then Tuesday, what did I do Tuesday? Mm, I walked my dogs because, again, it was like 67 and sunny. It was gorgeous. Walked my dogs, laid out in the sun with Sophie and Rachel in red, Except I haven't been reading a lot. I bought, so for my birthday, I got a bunch of Barnes & Noble gift cards. And I bought The Girls by Emma Klein and Bunny by Mona, Mona Awad. Uh, I think that's right. And I just, I've been wanting to pick them up and I've been wanting to read. But for some reason, it's like all I can do is sit on my phone and play 2048. Even though I suck ass at that game I'm so horrible at it but I like it I I think it's fun it's a good little brain brain teaser and then Wednesday I worked Thursday I worked and Friday I worked but alongside of working I have just been having such a hard time getting out of bed and I think that a lot of people feel this way if I wasn't working or if I didn't have like if I hadn't made plans for the next day there's no way I would have gotten out of bed I was just so in the dumps this week, and I kind of want to talk about sort of getting out of that, and, you know, I tried so hard to kind of, like, change my mindset and my attitude, but for some reason, I think it's one of those things where you just have to feel your emotions, and you just kind of have to let them come and go. I know that once... Once this week is over, or even, like, it might even take until the end of March, but once it's over, I know that everything's going to be fine. And it's not even that I've been anxious over particular things. Granted, I have been having a slight midlife crisis since since last episode, and I said that my dream job is to be a news broadcaster or, like, a, a journalist or something. I have been having a midlife crisis. I am... Like, what am I doing as a nursing major? This is weird and so not me. If I want to be a news anchor, I need to go to school for journalism and be a news anchor. But I don't know. It just, that maybe that sent me in the spiral. Who knows? But for some reason, I've just been, 
I've just been having a bit of a moment and I think that's okay. I kind of had a feeling that a depressive episode was coming because these past few weeks have been so good. I'm like, something's around the corner. And it sucks because nothing in particular has been happening. I just have been not wanting to get out of bed. And let's talk about kind of combating those feelings. But before we talk about combating those feelings, let's get to let's get to the news story. Apparently this Silicon Valley bank is going under. And at first I had no idea what was going on and I didn't really care. But I just want to talk about it in this episode so that if anything happens to this bank or to the banks in the United States, I've already talked about it. And then I can, you know, maybe maybe something will come 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 out of this. Wow, I just said come so many times. <laughs> but basically some bank is not being very honest. <laughs> I'm going to explain this like such an idiot. But some bank is not keeping track of the money that's coming in and out. It's also an investment bank. It's this bank in Silicon Valley that kind of, it's a smaller bank, but it holds some of the like top 10, top 1% wealthiest people in the country. So it's like a lot of um, startups and stuff have their money and their investments in this bank. And the bank is not doing good. And the government's like, don't even worry, we've got this covered. And so a lot of these people have to put blind trust in the government that the government's going to handle this. But that's a little bit scary. Anytime that there's money involved, which is 100% of the time, money's always involved, it makes me really confused. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I also, I just don't understand. This kind of got me thinking about banks. And banks are weird because if you have cash, and you give the bank your cash, they don't, like, have a little safe. Please correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm 99% sure that they don't have a little safe where all of this cash is stored. Or if you have, like, a debit card and you have, like, a savings account, there is not a safe where there's just, like, stacks of cash and every time you spend a dollar, that cash gets taken out of your little vault in this bank. And that is just bizarre. Like, the money on your projected balance of your, of your like, banking app is a real representation of how much money you have. But it's not real money. Like, it's just a digital number. And that kind of is freaking me out now. And that's how people, because if you, if you have, like, a credit card, I think credit cards are, like, fake money sometimes. And you just, like, pay interest and stuff. But people who have bad credit spend more money than they make, spend spend more money than they have, and that's how people get in debt, and it's just such a crazy concept to me. I tried to get a little budget book because I am a compulsive spender. Every time I get a paycheck, I feel the need to spend 100% of it. Mom, that's not true. I'm exaggerating a lot, actually, but I just... Right now, when I'm not in my, when I'm not going to school, I don't feel the need to save my money, which is not the case at all, because I'm going to eventually have to go back to school. (laughs) And I want to, like, maybe get an apartment at some point in my life and not live with my parents forever, fingers crossed. But that is just, like, 
money is such a strange concept to me. I understand that you make money. I understand that you have to have money. I understand the importance and the value of it. But I don't understand how money is not real unless it's cash in your hand. And even that, like the value of the dollar is going down. It's so interesting. But enough about money. Because, oh my gosh. Enough about money because it's kind of stressing me out. Um, That's like literally where 99% of my problems go. <laughs> is money. But uh, yeah, that's that's a little current event that's been going on is the Silicon Valley banks are going under. And people just have to trust the government. The top 1% has to trust the government that they're going to provide and help them get out of debt. And and um, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, which is Brooke and Connor make a podcast. And I just think, I think it's strange that they, they talked about this in their episode. That's how I got this idea. And that's it. Um, I am just copying material. <laughs> That's not true, but I think I think it will be interesting to see if this at all affects just, like, an average Joe like myself or, like, your family. I, I wonder, because if, like, Apple is holding their money and investments in the Silicon Valley Bank, it's going to be so interesting to see how, like, it affects Apple. I wonder if their stocks are down. Let's see. This is for research purposes right now. Don't mind me. Just checking my stocks app. Oh my gosh, they are. They're down 0.85. That's pretty significant. Yep. Wasn't... Okay, here. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Oh, I have to pay. I'm good. (laughs) Never mind. That's about as much information as we're going to get on that topic. So that is the current event for the week. So uh, for those of you that are listening with money in the Silicon Valley Bank, you're in my prayers. Can you imagine if, like, Bill Gates tunes in to Road Rage with Molly Davis? That would be so goofy. Anyways, now let's get to the growth of, of the podcast. Just getting out of these silly little depressive episodes. Um, like I said, I've been having a really hard time just trying to get out of bed and get motivated, and I didn't know where it was coming from, but I think it's just this, all of this change that's happening. Sophie and Rachel being back, and then having, like, them having to leave once again, and, you know, moving locations, and I just, I've felt this, like, big change in my kind of demeanor. I've been trying to, when I'm with my friends talk less about myself and be more intentional because I notice that I say a lot of the same things and I talk about a lot of the same things and I want to be a better listener so I feel I feel really bad and I've just been trying to be more like I said more intentional um but I'm such a like my brain works a thousand times faster than everything else and so if a friend is telling me a story I have a really really bad habit of zoning out and so I've just been trying to be more I've been trying to be a better listener so I think that kind of trying to make those changes and and taking a step back and seeing that you know sometimes I am the problem is important so that's that's been that's been interesting but in this kind of point of reflection reflection I'm like wow I 
talk a lot when I'm with my friends. I'm very loud. And it just like kind of that sort of mindset where you're looking at yourself at like probably on what you assume your friends think of you is so difficult. And so I kind of took that step back and I'm like, wow, I need to stop talking about all of my boyfriends. I need to stop talking about myself and I need to start listening more. So those are just some things that I'm trying to work on, trying to be better at. Um, But yeah, kind of looking at myself from a different perspective has really made me feel bad about myself because you never assume, you can assume the best out of every single person that you meet which is very much me, but I never assume the best out of myself. I'm like, oh, I have horrible intentions, which is not the case 99% of the time. I usually have very good intentions. When I talk about myself, (laughs) this is so, this is going to sound like the most egotistical. When I talk about myself, I don't have the intention of being like wanting all of the attention on me I just don't like silence and you got to fill that void with something and so if I'm going to say the same story 18 times then forgive me but I don't know that kind of sent me into this little rut like oh my gosh my friends think that I'm so annoying and then you know you get into this point of self-pity and it's like that is the hardest thing to crack I think it's it's easy to fall into these depressive episodes and then feel so awful and ugly and just like gross when you're in these situations and then the hardest part is to change your mindset and I sound like I'm some inspirational TED talk you've got to change your mindset you've got to switch like flick the switch in your brain and get up out of bed and go run those six miles like no It just is hard, like, that part is the part that takes the longest. And sometimes you just kind of have to let your emotions go. And my mom always tells me this, like, she always says, your emotions don't always have to be so big. And when I first went on my antidepressants, I remember, like, feeling so strange because the the kind that I'm on just pretty much, like, regulate your your serotonin so it kind of normalizes everything so you're not getting more serotonin you're not getting like anything you're just kind of it's just like a flat line in your brain is the only way that I can describe it so not all of your emotions are so big all the time and that's okay because I was so used to feeling everything everything everywhere all at once a little Oscar a little Oscar blurb Jamie Lee Curtis slayed am I right but no not all of your emotions have to be so big, and sometimes you just kind of have to let them flow. You kind of have to let those negative thoughts go in and out. And that is difficult because I'm such a, I, I ruminate on everything and I overthink everything that I do, but you just have to, you just have to let it happen. And I think something that would have been good is if I had just kind of took a day, took a day to lay in bed and not see my friends and not, you know, try too hard to, to put on this persona and try to like crack this bad habit because sometimes you just have to let those feelings come and go and and let them pass. And that usually is what helps. Um, 
I also know that that when you're kind of when you're kind of in these, it's so hard to do ev- anything. And like I said, like if I hadn't made plans, I would have stayed in bed all day, and that might not have been good. It certainly wouldn't have been very productive. But I also know that something that helps me is routine. And that was what I was really lacking. And ever since I've been taking my gap semester, I haven't had any sort of routine. The only routine that I've had is when I work. When I work, I either, like, depends on when I work. Let's say I work at noon. I wake up, I exercise, I take a shower, I get ready, and I go to work. And that's, like, my morning routine. If I work in the morning, I wake up, I get ready for work, I work, I come home, I have, like, a small snack, I exercise, and then I get ready for bed. Like, I don't, or I'll, like, go to Target or something. And I've just, on the days that I don't work, I feel this the hardest because I'm, like, I don't have any plans, I don't have any motivation. There's nothing that, like, is making me excited. And so I've been trying to overcompensate by working. And then when I work, I'm taking in the emotions and the stresses of all of my coworkers, of all of the people coming through to the, like, shop. And and it's, it's so difficult. It's so difficult to kind of just, like, take a step back, regulate those emotions, and just let them happen. There's, I feel like I have either no time to decompress or too much time to decompress where I'm just, like, not doing anything or being productive. And then I kind of realized that this sort of depressive episode that I was falling into is not good at all because I was losing my nighttime routine. And I sound like, I sound like, (laughs) I sound like a YouTuber. Like, all right, night routine. But no, my, my night routine is very important to me. My skincare routine means everything to me. And like, gotta use my niacinamide and my moisturizer. And then I brush my teeth and I oil my eyelashes so that they grow nice and long. Like, I was not doing any of my skincare routine. And I was like, ooh, this is, this is not good. That was a really bad Irish accent. Happy St. Patrick's Day. But I was like, this is, this can't be good. If I'm not, if I'm not taking my makeup off at night, what am I doing? If I'm forgetting to shower after I exercise because I just want to lay in my bed, what am I doing? If I don't do my laundry on Sunday, what am I doing? So, I've I've kind of been putting off all of these routines. The past couple of days, I've been doing better because I'm more cognizant. I'm more aware that that I've neglected some of my favorite parts of like my self care, and and so it's just been it's been difficult to kind of come to that realization. Like, oh, you know, you aren't doing good because. This one thing that is so important and you're so anal about, you're just pushing it to the side and acting like it doesn't even matter to you. There's definitely, you need to take some steps. So the steps that I took were something that helps is waking up early with my dogs and letting them out because that way I'm up. Like I'm awake and I can, I can help my dogs and then I'm up and I'm doing something productive. And I'm doing something that's helpful because it means that my parents and my sister don't have to do that. And it just, like, it starts my day. Like, I have no excuses. I have to get up. I have to help them. I can't listen to them whine for another two hours. Well, 
like I have to I have to help and that I did that this morning my sister came into my room I didn't even hear the dogs but she came into my room and she said could you could you take care of the dogs I was like oh of course and so I went and I fed them and I let them outside and I did fall back asleep on the couch but I got something done and I helped my sister and then I worked and I was able to kind of like like do that sort of skincare and the makeup and stuff that makes me feel better about myself and it was it was nice today I kind of felt like a little bit more <laughs> a little bit more hope than what I usually feel that sounds very depressing but it's true it just is true so I felt a little bit more hope today and then last night I was able to hang out with some friends after a little work meeting and that was something that I hadn't usually when Sophie and Rachel are home I prioritize my time with them and so I, I prioritize a lot of my time with them but I had a work meeting at night and I figured like this is a perfect opportunity for me to spend time with my work friends because I won't be spending as much time with them now that I'm moving locations and so it just is those things that that would fill my cup so much, which is quality time and self-care that I was really neglecting. And I'm not saying that the time that I spent with Sophie and Rachel wasn't quality time. It just was, it, it was quality time, but there were other things like I wasn't working and I wasn't really like doing my skincare or like my routine. I was waking up, I was going to the pool and exercising and then I would just go home and read. And that, like, I love doing that. But I also love waking up and doing my makeup and getting ready for the day and running errands and, spend, like, spending time with, with people by getting ready, too. So there are different ways that you can, you can take care of yourself and you can get out of those ruts. Um, I always say that, like, exercise is one of the best things that you can do for yourself. It takes so much effort, though, and sometimes you just want to buy a new mascara and try it out and see how long your eyelashes look, which is what I did. <laughs> or sometimes you just want to, like, make a plan with, with your friends and go swim and read with them, and that can fill your cup more, and that can be more beneficial to your mental well-being than any high-intensity interval training, any mile that you run. But getting those endorphins up and kind of, like, making yourself feel happy in those ways are so beneficial. I feel so self-help. <laughs> but, you know, that's just the vibe that we're in. Also, drink water. I have not been drinking enough water. And that's probably why I have a big pimple on my cheek. But it's okay. Pimples will come and go. So, drink water. Let your emo let yourself feel these strong emotions and find things that fill your cup, you know, in, in that positive way. Sometimes it's really, really hard, but sometimes it'll come very easily to you. And I feel very good about this topic. I feel like I've said my piece. I've said what I need to say what you need to say. And yeah, so if you're if you're feeling down, you know, my Instagram DMs are always open. Um, I have a lot of experience with these little ruts. And I just love you guys. I want you guys to know that uh I feel 
like this is a place for me to be able to talk and say my feelings even though it's like the third episode we haven't gotten this deep we're taking the zero to a hundred real quick but no honestly i just feel like being able to share these words with somebody is enough for me to feel help or for it's enough for me to feel a little bit better about the situation you don't have to be a hundred percent a hundred percent of the time and that's okay today I got a little bit of like a little step closer to feeling better and that's good I also danced a lot today I danced so hard I stanky legged so hard that I punctured a large hole in my converse so I gotta buy some new ones which is awesome but that is that's the main little bit of this and I'm very I feel I feel good about that feel good about this feel good about this episode it's not force yourself to be happy just let your emotions feel don't force yourself to read if you don't want to read and you just want to play 2048 and that is that is the message if you if you didn't get anything from this I hope if you get one thing from this it's that if you're sad let yourself feel the emotions and play 2048 and don't force yourself to read because that's what I did I'm feeling a little better all right and like I said we always close off the episode with my hyperfixation song this week oof this week is a good one it's I'm not pretty I want to make sure that I say her name right but I uh I'm not pretty by Megan Maroney it's a little country song but it makes me feel so good about myself and it just like is fun it's a very empowering song and I love it a lot So give that song a listen this week, and I love you guys a lot. Thanks for listening. Bye.